Hello, I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And you're listening to Stupid Genius. Stupid Genius. And we have been both, for sure. Yes, but definitely one more than the other. Yeah, I'd say genius. 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 So what did we do at the weekend? Well, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll have seen already that we had quite the adventure. We did. We did. I went to visit Molly's home. Oh my God. Do you know what? I wasn't even thinking about that. That was the biggest adventure for me. Um, Can you see where baby Molly, where where it all happened? Where it all happened. Molly took me around, you know, and told me different stories and random insights into her hometown. And if anyone doesn't know where she lives... She lives in... In Windermere, which is... What's the address? <laughs> uh, come and find me at LA. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't live there anymore. Yeah, anyway. that's true. It'll just be Ruth. Yeah. Hi, Ruth. Um, but it, it was actually super nice having you come and see the family home. Yeah. And um, no one was really there. Like one of my sisters was away and my stepdad was away, but you got to meet my other sister and two yes. of her children and... Yeah, it was well nice having you there. It was a I, bit surreal. I really liked it. You know what? I felt like I was getting taken home to the family, you know? <laughs> and I know I'm an adult. I, I mean, know. you literally were. That's no, I happened. know. But like, you know, when you're young, you want the parents to like you. That doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. You're like, I want the family to like me. <laughs> I want them to approve of her friend, <laughs> me, yeah. you know? Well, they do. They love you. Like, yeah, I love them. I actually really enjoyed it. Obviously, like, I just like being around really wholesome families, isn't it? Yeah, it was wholesome. I mean, obviously, we didn't spend tons of time with them because... On the Saturday, as you guys know, we did our mega hike. It was huge. Huge. 25k. I think it was actually near 26. Whoa. In the end. No way. Yes. We... Every K counts. Every K counts. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, we we smashed it. Molly was quite... I would say nervous. I was probably... Too confident, let's say. Well, you weren't because you were the right level of confident, I suppose. Yeah. It was fine. I think I was nervous just that, like, I'd had a long week, like a really tiring mm. week, and I was tired before we even got to the lakes. Yeah. mind before we started hiking. So I was thinking, fuck, am I just going to be too tired? Like, and also, yeah, are my legs going to hurt too much? Am I not going to be able yeah. to do it but it was fine it's fine i think as long as you prepare to i know it sounds awful and it is fun but as long as you prepare to just be like i'm gonna be wet at times i'm gonna be cold at times yeah i'm gonna it's gonna be hard at times i yeah but it wasn't wasn't that that bad yeah i mean the only hard bit was at the beginning when we did like the incline because i think i've overstretched my groin a bit like in yoga and so my 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 like my groin hip area was like really fucking aching. I was thinking, and we were like half an hour in, yeah. And I was thinking, okay, oh, that's no. gonna be okay, but it's gonna hurt. Like that's fine. And it twinged like the whole hike, but it wasn't, yeah, like bad. And I thought I had waterproof shoes, and I was just trudging through puddles, weren't I? Emily had and like got, actual trench foot by the end. Of I the got day. wet feet within half an hour of hiking. I just but didn't want to admit. admit it. You're also like such a warrior, or like she thinks she is that she wouldn't change her sock. I was like, George, no, no, I'm fine. I'm, fine. I'm good. I was like, but we have loads of spare socks. No, 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 I'm fine. And then I eventually, after like I think seven hours, yeah. I eventually managed to get you to change your socks. You're like, yeah, this is actually quite a bit better. But no, like, they just got wet within like the first five minutes of walking it was nice at the initial part initially. and then it just got wet again but then it was like i guess it was nice yeah i had literal dead man's feet though didn't i you did i got you to take many photos of my feet and they're on my phone i like i don't want to delete them but at the same time every time i've got my pictures i'm like Whoa. It's actually shriveled, horrible. Hairy feet. (laughs) Oh, God. So, I mean, if anyone wants to see that, let us know and we'll post it. Yeah. (laughs) I will post Emily's foot. I will do it. Do it. Why not? It's not nice. But Um, I mean, a highlight, obviously, and in case you haven't realised, this is our genius, guys. Yeah. The hike is our genius. We thought it'd be fun to do... um, It was such like a communal thing and it was definitely a shared thing. So we thought, why not have a shared genius, you know? Exactly. Um... But so our genius was doing that. And doing the hike. Doing the hike. Not and we, only doing it. Yeah, we raised loads of money. We, yeah. Loads of money for a really amazing cause. And we obviously, not us, we didn't, we obviously did the hike, but it was all you guys giving it, giving us the bloody money, wasn't yes, it? Yes, thank you so much. We managed to raise 700, well, so far, because it's not actually closed, but 760 pounds, which yeah. is amazing. And as a group, because we hiked with other people that were also raising money, over 11 grand yeah which is awesome which is so amazing so thank you for supporting this amazing cause and if you haven't yet and you're like damn i wish i did 
There's still time. Yeah, loads of time. Go um, check out the link. It's in the bio. Yeah, it is. And just like, yeah, again, thanks for everyone who did it. And thanks for anyone that did the hike with us. It was so lovely. Yeah, speaking of which. Oh, yeah. I had a major fangirl moment, guys, because... M Clarkson, who is um, a content creator, she puts out a lot of stuff about like body positivity, a lot of feminist content, that sort of thing. And she is the, you probably saw it on the Instagram, she is the queen hag, right? She created this thing called the Have A Goes, which you've heard us talk about on the podcast before. Um, and, and we are hags. We're hags. She's the queen hag. And I saw um, this hike, like this challenge being advertised through her Instagram, through the hags. But me and Emily turned up to the car park at the starting point and I was like, oh my God, she's Wait, here. She, she, she's Molly here. kept on doing like head turns. Bearing in mind, Molly was driving. I was like, Molly, I was like, Molly, we're not going to be, I, I had to give her a pep talk. Like, remember parasocial relationships? Don't be weird. Don't be weird. I was like, but I want to be weird. I want to be weird. And I was quite weird. I, I did tone it down though. A little bit. Oh, you weren't weird. I was fine. It's not like if I was like meeting Robbie or something. Like I didn't oh, actually like yeah. piss my pants. I was literally just like, hi, hi I'm a big, big fan. fan. Which and is nice. Yeah. And she had her baby there, which was quite fun because I've seen the baby's head loads, but she doesn't post it on Instagram. So adorable baby. Very cute baby. And Such her husband. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. For someone who's not around many babies, I was like, that's a cute baby. <laughs> yeah. That's a cute baby. I don't know these babies, but that one's But cute. that one's nice. Um, yeah. And and she was lovely and she, she actually so nice. joined us for the hike so yeah for the whole hike and considering she's like postpartum and is breastfeeding I think hats off to the lash you know hats off pretty impressive oh my god in the break we just sat and ate, ate, ate coffee I was gonna say <laughs> I just shoveled coffee in my mouth I ate drunk coffee ate chocolate she was breastfeeding like madness yeah because the baby joined her didn't it, it yeah it, did it, she, didn't she joined her at the checkpoint which I was thought- so nice Women are incredible, aren't they? Oh Just my getting, god, yeah. getting through it. And sometimes you do wonder, like, on, well, I don't wonder, but some people wonder, like, oh, are people who they are in real life, you know, in the same way that they are online? And she is. She's lovely. She's funny. Mm. She's down to earth. Um, so that was a pretty genius moment getting to share that hike, you know, with other amazing women. We did yeah. it like there was um someone who actually had a gynecological cancer. There yeah. was a gyne surgeon hiking with us. There was. People, people that are that doing it for their like, sisters, sisters, family members, yeah, grandmas, then, yeah. mothers, people who have died from these cancers. So and they were like, why are we doing it? We just want to, <laughs> we want to have a go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it needs people it like us that are willing it. to raise the yeah, money. Exactly, you know? exactly. Um, but yeah, even if you can't donate, just check out the Eve Appeal because what they do is so, so important. Um, as Emily said last week, you know, you've either got a vag or you know someone that's got a vag. Yeah. So as I said on the way up, vaginal. Yeah, we were talking about vaginals a lot, weren't we? Until we realised yeah. that was wrong. That was the wrong word. Um, but yeah, so big genius for us. Yeah, and talk about it. Don't be afraid. Ask someone. Be inquisitive. Um, if you have any questions, go see your GP and stuff like that. Yes, That's definitely. sort of what I've learned is just to talk about it or just talk about it with your female friends if you feel comfortable because they'll probably have either answers or more questions. And the more we talk about it, the more sort of things become less taboo and yeah you know more known or more just just okay to talk about well they were saying like most people that get these diagnoses of these gynecological cancers have never even heard of them because they're so like not widely spoken about and because we're such troopers as women i feel yeah. like we just get on with it oh we've got some pain in our womb okay yeah move on it's just period pain or whatever it's normal it might not be normal so inquire about it i mean when you combine that with the fact that women often aren't taken seriously yeah it's not just us yeah but in fact actually if anyone wanted to read up a little bit more about that topic i read a book um a couple of years ago called unwell women which is amazing, <gasps> amazing. Read I it? yeah well actually no okay half read it so haven't completed it yet <laughs> it was one of those ones where i was in reading and i was loving it and then she oh, sort of kicked off yeah. and just then put it down do you know yeah. what i know we say this all the time on the podcast but we could do an episode about this but being able to read for pleasure during the PhD is a really challenging thing. That's such yeah. a challenging thing. It is because I've been the same. I've been reading books and been bloody loving it. And then the PhD just sweeps in and And you're just like, right, well, yeah, there, there goes that. I've no space for reading. There right goes now. that. Um so let's move on to our stupid. We don't we usually do stupid than genius, but this it it makes sense. Books. It's just too too genius to not start. Exactly. With. Our stupid was okay, so you've had that we met someone who's basically famous. Yeah. Uh, not basically. She is. They are. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And at the end, she was like, oh, let me like watch your podcast. Let me listen to it. And we... Literally in unison. Yeah, I was like, no, you don't want to do that. Literally. <laughs> and not even... And she was like, no, yeah, I do. And we we're like, no, walking away going, no, no, nah, no, sure it off. <laughs> Basically begging her, not just asking like, oh, not just going, ah, you're like, it's not like, don't know. We begged her not to listen to Idiots. the podcast. Idiots. Or like... Or even just like, I don't know. I don't know what would have come from that. Probably nothing. Well, still, it's just like... It's so stupid. It's the a whole point. 101. If someone asks to listen to the podcast, you don't beg them to not do it. Which I do all the time. I'm like, no, you guys, you don't want to listen to it. Like, don't do it. Actually, please don't do it. <laughs> I know. It's funny, isn't it? Because you would think like 35 episodes in, we would be used to like talking about the podcast, promoting it and stuff. But I still feel so awkward. Like, I don't want people that I know to listen no, in a way. Especially her. She's actually got a really good podcast. She has a very successful podcast with like millions and millions of listeners. <laughs> And I was just like, no, you don't want to. No, no, please, please. I mean, we were like basically begging yeah, her to walk around. As we were like backing away. Please, no. But you know, look at us now. We're sat on the floor with a portable mic propped up on some books. You know, people like M, they have these amazing, as in M, not you, M. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more confusing than the yeah. mic. <laughs> they have these amazing studios and teams of people that help them. And yeah. Just little old us, you know? Yeah, I guess that's there's a time to say, please, if you know anyone that is doing a PhD or would benefit from our podcast, please do the dirty work for us because we clearly can't. Yeah, we we're, we're actually not good at promoting ourselves. We're actually doing the opposite. We're, we're <laughs> pushing people away from the podcast. It's like an anti-promotion. Yes, <laughs> if you could do it for us, that would save us the whole embarrassment of yes, it. Yes, oh, it really that would. would. We'd love that. So just tell them, go listen to Stupid Genius. Yeah, yeah, and why? because we can't do it we'd be like we're rubbish (laughs) we're not very good we don't know what we're talking about that was definitely our stupid yeah I would say so and um and that's that I think that's that we haven't got anything really to update how's your week been so oh my god you did a full week of teaching yeah to be fair if if we were gonna do geniuses I think my genius would be getting through my first week of teaching because it has been intense. Mm -hmm. I do feel very tired. The hike came at a bad time, but also a wonderful time because obviously it was wonderful. But but I was so happy because last week I'd put it on the Instagram already, um, but I did my biggest ever like lecture presentation. Um, You know, throughout the PhD, I have thrown myself into doing a lot of presentations. Yeah. you know, I've done a lot. I can't even count. So I have been quite used to doing public speaking. However, I have not presented to 250 people, which is what I had to do last week when I did a lecture for the level fours. And let's just say I did not feel well beforehand. <laughs> Obviously. I had a bad tummy a lot. Um, I was so nervous. I mean, I, when I say I was so nervous, I wasn't like shaking, like crippling fear, but I was just like, you know, I was scared and it was Which coming out of my bowels, so essentially. Normal. Yeah, yeah. We're very emotional <laughs> yeah. people through the our... The brain access is yeah, strong yeah, yeah, yeah. with us. Um, but yeah, and it went really well. And I think the students really enjoyed it. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. I felt like I had full control over the room. I made it engaging. I bet you did. Yeah. And someone came and sat in as well, like the module leader, and he's, he gave me really good feedback. Amazing. He said it was amazing. Yeah. That's really good to hear. So that was really good. Um, but yeah, I've just made it through. You've made it through. Made it massive through. genius. Yeah. Stupid maybe the number in on your thesis. Oh my God. Yeah. So I actually got my thesis properly bound. Like not the hard copy that I'll get once I pass, but just like bound for the viva. And the second I looked at it, yeah, there was a page number on the front cover. And I swear I took that off because I know you have to take that off and I know how to do it. Um, so that was pretty pissing annoying. And yeah. I saw another mistake straight away as well. Yeah. But that's what, it, this, that's what yeah. this is for, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Not but really stupid. It's it actually, is stupid. was a genius for catching it. Well, well, I think you're being generous. What yeah. about you? What If you were going to pick a, a little stupid um, little genius? Stupid is, I'm not done with the collecting. Well, that's not stupid. Because it's not, but it's stupid for getting my hopes up when I kind of oh. knew what the outcome would be. I've only got four more participants to recruit. Yeah, which is oh, nothing. Doable. So that's like doable. That's like, actually probably five. Sorry, five. I lied. Five, five more people. But that's two days in the lab, three days in the lab. Yeah. All right. Not not too bad. Like, if you think how many people you have recruited and how yeah. much you've done, it's like a yeah. drop, isn't it? In the and that's how good my week's been, if that's my stupid. Yeah. Because I've had a genius week. I'll say my genius yesterday. I just say, I don't know. I've been really just 
productive and very game, focused. I like game faces, aren't game? Love that. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting it done. And my supervisor came and talked to me and was like, "This is going to take long." I was like, "Well, I'm getting it done. I'm getting it done." Yeah. So there. So there. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He was actually really helpful, and I'm there like. I'm getting it done. I was actually whinging. This is my student, actually. I was actually whinging about having this meeting, although I knew it was going to be a really productive meeting. Um, it was just a one-to-one. He's very relaxed, and it was sort of just a chat about stuff. We were just chatting. It wasn't like a proper meeting, and I was going to Bex, who we've heard about, and I was sat next to her. I was like, oh, I just don't want to have to, like, talk about it. I wish we had, like, I wish I knew what we were going to talk about. Like, I was a proper whinging and then he comes in and I just start laughing. Oh, what, he physically came yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, because he was, we were scheduled it um, and I just had a banging headache. You know, one of those days you're just like, I just, I don't know how, I don't think I have the brain power for it. And he came, come in and obviously me as a oversharer and one of those people that just say what I think. And then he was like, he was like, why are you guys laughing? I was like, oh, I was just whinging about having this meeting. <laughs> And uh, and Bexon starts laughing like as if like Emily, why did you say that? And he's like out your mouth. Yeah, he he took it obviously quite well, and he was like, "All right, then I'll fuck off." Then. <laughs> Not in those exact words, but oh. yeah. And I was like, "No, no, sit down. I need you." And was it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was really. Good. I need you. I need you. Please don't leave. Yeah. So just yeah, you're um, smashing it. Yeah. You are so smashing it. I think. Well, do you think it's maybe now you can see that finish line and it's it's I the can. sprint at the end now. I can. I think I'll be able to see it more when I get to grips with my data analysis because I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's a whole new skill I'm learning. Yeah, and I've got four months left to learn it. Yes, like you know, I daunting, got four but more. you can do it. I can do it. For yeah, sure. yeah. That's what I say. I keep saying. I think as well, even if I there's a slight thing of me like I know it's going to be hard, but I keep saying I'm going to do it. Yeah. I then I end up believing it. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it done. Yeah, it's that whole manifesting yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? So. Deep down, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be hard, but like, I keep just sell- telling myself, reinforce myself. Now nah, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll get it. It's just a software. Yeah, and four months is it's quite a long time. It's just really. like a whole master's course in like one month. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. When you put it like that, I'll do it. Let's, we, uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk business. <laughs> let's do it. But we're not actually talking business. We're talking fashion. Let's go. Let's ramble. As you can probably guess, guys, this episode was chosen by Emily, our fashionista. Thank you, thank you. It's hardly going to be me that wants to talk about fashion. But before we get on to that, actually, in the Instagram, in the Instagram, on the Instagram last week. We were trying to talk about social media. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) off, okay. Um, Last week on the social media, on the Instagram. (laughs) See, you've confused me now. Stop it. (laughs) We posted Emily's shitty little ugly hat, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we That's did. how mean I can be when you're mean to me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, Emily's cute little hat. Cute little brown hat. Um, on, on the Instagram. That's really mean. And we asked people uh, how long they thought it would take and yeah. whoever was the closest was going to get a shout out. So I think we should kick off our fashion episode with uh, some hat facts. Yeah. Emily. How long did it take me? How drum long? roll, please. <laughs> I'm hoping that sounds like a drum roll. Yeah, me too. Um, in total, six hours. Six hours. So who was closest? I have no bloody clue. Let's show me have a little look, see? Technically, I um, knitted, well, crocheted two nights. No, two days. So one was Friday night. I started it. That took me four hours because I didn't really know. I don't really crochet. I'm only, I'm new to it. And then um, finished it two hours the next day, the next morning. So I guess two days or six hours. Right. Who's, who's closest? That gives us a bloody winner. Ah. That gives us a clear winner. Okay. Because we had some uh, replies on the post, but we also had quite a lot of people message us with their guesses as well. Yeah. Um, Someone said six months. I just want to say, fuck you, <laughs> thinking it takes me six months to do that. I love that I thought it took six months. I know. I wouldn't have a clue though, to be fair. So no. if you guess six months, then I can totally see why you yeah. think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. <laughs> You're like, don't insult our listeners. Leave our listeners alone, Emily. Um, also, wait, before you even go into what? it, I'm mad that people think that I fell over. I fucking love you that. Mean. Okay, we need to give context to this, but we obviously did the hike and Molly said, um, who do you think fell over, right? I said, one of us face planted, who do you think it was, Emily or Molly? 
I presumed that everyone, everyone would vote for me. Because if they've listened to the podcast, they know that Molly falls. <laughs> Molly's got weak ankles. Hey, uh, <laughs> I do not. I have very big, strong ankles, actually. She's got metal in one of them. I used to have weak ankles, but I'm very clumsy and I fall over quite a lot. Like, yeah. Do you like, I face planted at the top of Snowden. We've definitely told yeah, that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, the answer was me. And I'm just fuming that everyone thinks it's me. Everyone thought And I was like, wait, I apart guess from like, all my like home friends. Yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I was, yeah, I was like, hang on a minute. I am clumsy though too. No, but I like it because you like to think of your, like the whole hike. Emily was like, I'm a mountain goat. I'm a mountain goat. Look at Watch me, me run. run down his hill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was me. I face planted in the book. Yeah, yeah. I don't like my listeners anymore. <laughs> They're all for you. Well, this listener knows you quite well. Okay, yeah. No, I do love you guys. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Because they guessed that the hat took, this is a quote, seven hours spread over three days. Whoa. Which is fucking close. Which really. is really close. Yeah. So, uh, PhDL. Oh, hey, uh, you are the winner. And if do you, you want to crochet with me, if you want to check out her Instagram, it's PhD. E-L-E underscore. Ah, nice. We, we love PHDL. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good guess, PHDL. Well. well done. There we go. So, what fashion things are we talking about today? So, I wanted to talk about fashion um, because I find it a really interesting topic. <laughs> well, this isn't all about you, Emily. <laughs> and it is. It really is. This is self-indulgent. My, um, I just I don't know. I find it very... We've talked Last week, we talked about a really heavy subject... Um, and I just thought, you know what, it might be easy just to talk about something very, um, what's the word? Oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Light. Light, but also just very, what's fashion like looks and can be seen as very... Superficial? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, potentially. That's- but I mean, I guess the point is as well is that how you present yourself can be really important. I don't mean that like in, in a way of like, you know, always wear suit and high heels I don't mean that I just mean it can change how you feel it can therefore change how you perform yeah and so it has a big it has a big place in in a researcher's life I think how you dress for sure and for me like being able to express myself through clothes I'm quite a creative person yet we're in this very structured and logical role as in I do call it a lot of quantitative stuff and qualitative to be honest being a researcher is not really that creative it can be aspects but not it's not like doing fashion or doing art. Yeah. So for me to be able to express myself through my clothes helps me fit and... and it's a way to channel it. It's a way to it? channel it and, and find out who I am and express myself and try new things and, and in that way. And I, I find it quite fun. Um, it might be quite a boring episode. We'll find out. <laughs> Maybe let's not caveat the episode yeah. like that. <laughs> well, I obviously wanted to say that obviously what I've all said is fashion um, is expressing yourself. And it's opinion-based. And it's exactly that. So right now, as we speak, today on this podcast, we will be talking about our opinions. And that's that. Yeah. So we'll be opinion, we'll give we will be given our opinions. Um and I mean take it or leave it. We'll be given I think the same can be said for any shit we say on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think the the idea But what we're well. gonna be given is like, you should wear this, you should wear that, and it's like so we're not saying you you can only wear this. No, of wear course. Well, it's whatever you it's want. very subjective. I think when we f- first started our PhDs, you know, there was um, a lack of clarity about how we should present ourselves. And, you know, you can get advice from your supervisors about certain things, like how do I do this coding or where do I do this? But, you know, you're rarely going to say, so, so should I wear this outfit? Or like, how does this look for the presentation? So I don't know. I guess we like to think of ourselves as your mates, your big sisters that can help you choose yeah. your outfits. And it can be scary if you don't even, say if you don't know any of the PhD students, it's not like you can message your mate even and be like, is this okay for the presentation? Well, I remember first year and it was, we, it was the first time we were going to the labs because we were COVID kids, um, COVID PhD kids. And um, that's why I call us. And we, it was summer and it was a heat wave and we were going to the lab for the first time. And me and Bex, luckily I had her. I was messaging her going, I've got my feet out. I really regret having my feet out. Should I be wearing sandals? Oh my God, that's weird. And it, and to be fair, I think I probably wouldn't go into the lab with my feet out again. <laughs> 
Just not those moment. dead man's feet. Not my dead man feet. No, God, no. Not no, my but there is, there's no guidance on it. And no. Like, you're stuck between like being a student and being a staff member. And you also want to be seen as beyond the student. You don't want to be seen as a student as in like undergrad student. And I know I look quite young. So I was like, I must dress. I went out to a charity shop and bought a whole load of like shirt, like shirts. Like, like office wear. Office wear. Not me anymore. Like, that's not, I mean. Well, let's come on to it then. So in terms of being a PhD student, obviously you might have to wear different faces. Like you're not mm-hmm. going to be just a researcher all the time. So yeah. for example, what's one scenario that you might have yeah. to dress a certain way? Perfect. In? Yeah. We're going to take you through all different sort of aspects. So I put, um, as a researcher every day, so I, my main, my three main things as a researcher, sort of day by day, I either go into the labs, go into what we call office it's sort of just like the pgr space um library and home office those are probably the the moments that i dress day to day and for the labs i'm in a very active lab so i used to go in i mean i can go sometimes i go in my usual clothes but i would usually go in sportswear and why i felt it was weird to wear sportswear when i'm in a sports and exercise science (laughs) department i don't know but what I usually wear for labs is because I'm going to be moving about, I'm going to be running about. I'm, and I guess we should say... You want to be comfortable. When Em says labs, she's not talking about like a science-based lab. If you're in a lab, I imagine you... That sort of a lab, I imagine it's different again. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, probably yeah. not going to be wearing sports. Or maybe you are under those white coats. Fuck knows what people yeah. wear under those well, white coats. At the end of the day, you want to be comfortable. So comfort is key when you're in the lab because you're going to probably have a different... I'm even going to be sat down on the computer pressing button or I'm going to be... I've got these built-in stairs. If you've seen our Instagram, we've we ha- put people in harnesses and get them going up and down it. Or I, I'm on the floor putting little like markers on people on their like bodies and yeah, you get them in harnesses, bending and- down and getting a wedge. So literally, trainers, leggings, a t-shirt, and if I'm doing participant recruitment, I usually get depends, but um, a LJMU t-shirt on top of that, so you know that. Yeah. Just so they know who to look out for. <laughs> they know you're legit. They know I'm legit. Um, and hair up. And I have started to stop wearing makeup because, I don't know, I get really greasy and sweaty in the lab, <laughs> if anyone wanted to know. So that's my one. You don't have labs, do you? No. So let's move on to um, going into the office. What sort of stuff would you wear for? I do. You said before about not wanting to look like an undergrad student. I very much dress like a student when yeah. I go to the no, office. No, I do now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> very but much it, so. It's so changed from what I perceived what I needed to dress like to now. I will fully wear what I'm wearing right now sat in your home. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was going to the PGR room... I would wear literally whatever I wanted, whether that was like um, active wear, whether it was jeans and a jumper, whether it was dungarees, whether it was a dress, whatever I would wear on a normal daily basis, that's what I would wear. And again, you still want to be comfortable though, because you're still, you know, I I wouldn't want to look like an absolute tramp because obviously I am going to be speaking to colleagues and professors when I go to the communal areas and stuff like that. Mm. But I'm very happy looking like a casual student in that atmosphere. Do you wear crop tops? Um, I don't wear crop tops as a human anyway, <laughs> so that that doesn't apply to me. I would wear a crop top, but only if I had like high-waisted trousers. Right. Um, but See, I rarely... I wouldn't go in with my belly out, if that's no, what I mean. No, yeah, that's what I'm asking. But I don't think there's any problem with it. I think if you no. want to go like that. But then it depends, because I think, I think it depends on the institution, because like I know at like University of Liverpool, um, they get like staff offices and I think I would probably dress a little bit smarter if that was the case. Because like now I'm in a staff office. Obviously now I am a member of staff. I wouldn't wear yeah. what I used to wear. Like I do wear um, slightly more office-based clothes. Right, yeah. Depending on if I'm teaching or not, but I'm sure we can So, okay. So you're going into the, I feel like the office, like the PGI office and library and this, they all the same. But if I was going into the office per se I would probably wear I I used to go in jeans and to be honest you're going to be sat down all day that's not going to be fun for your your gut and all that stuff. <laughs> your gut. unless you've got really baggy jeans on um but even so I usually wear sort of um either what I'm wearing right now which is like linen trousers which are baggy a top 
Um, and then always bring a jumper because you're going to get cold. Like bring something cozy. Yeah, because your unis always have crazy aircon. They always have crazy, crazy It would save so much money if we didn't have crazy aircon on yeah. the time. Yeah, and I usually try, I know it sounds so, so ridiculous, but I try and dress up when I go there in a comfy way. So I'll wear my... You know, what are they sort of like, not slacks, but like work trousers. Yeah, sort of like slacks. But they're really comfy. They're almost like jogger material. Then a top, then a nice jumper. And I try and dress colourful because I'm going to be sat at office all day. I want something that brings me joy. Yeah. When I go to the bathroom and I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, (laughs) who's that Who's that? Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And also, as PhD students, we don't get out much. No, that's true. And sometimes that's my only getting out of the day and I obviously I'm a lot I'm really sporty so the rest of the time I'm in leggings and stuff yeah. so I actually like the the fact that I can find stuff that's going to be comfortable in the bottom half baggy stuff I'm so glad baggy stuff is here because and it's in and it looks good and they've created baggy stuff that I don't know doesn't look like you're rolling up in your trackies yes I know what you mean. even though if you like that's fine if you want to but I'm just not a tracky wearer unless it's at home because then I distinguish my going to work, relaxing, sports. I think for me, to be productive, I want to kind of look presentable, feel presentable in a way that's still quite relaxed. I mean, today, right now, I'm quite relaxed and I'd go in the office like that. That's sort of what I'd wear. And then any shoes, bearing like loafers or trainers, but we'll, we'll, we've got a whole... I've, <laughs> I've literally want to talk about shoes at the very, very end. She's beaming at the thought of it, guys. Shoes are the hardest thing. We'll talk about it. At the end, we'll save it for the end. But shoes are the hardest thing when you're um, sorting out an outfit, I swear. Because no one shows you shoes. Everyone's like, where's this top? Where's this top? And I'm like, what shoes? What shoes are they wearing? What well, shoes true, are appropriate? true. People don't show it. People do not show <laughs> shoes. Because they're just barefoot at the bottom. They are. Just not even what sort of stuff would you wear? Um, well, now as, a, like, now as someone who's within a staff office... I do feel like I want to dress that a little bit smarter because I want to differentiate myself from students yeah. now. Um, as a PhD student, people like to, you might like to do that as well. So for me, I would usually wear like, like you said, like comfy work pants. So whether it's like slacks or I have some that sort of look like trackies, but they're smart work trousers, like M&S ones, but yeah. they have like, <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, so pants like that. And then usually maybe like a graphic tee or a plain white tee, something like that with usually like an oversized blazer or sometimes I'll just wear like the work trousers with like a long sleeved sort of cropped uh, plain top that I can then accessorize a bit mm-hmm. um and I think it's nice what that sort of stuff do you accessorize with well I always have my rings on. I was about to say I have tons I, of rings I looked at your rings and I thought where the hell are my rings where I are your take rings them off. I went climbing yesterday so uh, I forgot to put them back on but yeah. we love our rings and we our do. jewelry our earrings lots of rings earrings yeah it necklace. makes a simple it makes a simple, simple outfit just look like you put something. Yeah, like you put it? a bit of effort in. And I think now that like um, those like crab hair clips are in fashion again, like 90s hair clips, um, I think that's also good. And because again, like you can make uh, quite a simple outfit look one more professional and two a bit more like colourful and funky by having like a colourful hair clip in. So I usually do that as well. But again, just comfort, definitely comfort, comfort. Every day I would go for comfort over form. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, form, We're, hang on. Yeah, people say form over function, don't they? But yeah, function over form. I literally, I went to the cafe to do some work. Put on leather trousers, guys. Why? You always do that. I do. It's just you in the leather pants. I love a leather trouser. I know, but I feel like you're always uncomfortable in them. Oh, for sure. They're fucking leather, for Christ's <laughs> sake. I just got them at a charity shop and I love them and they fit perfectly. Yeah, they do look nice. For like the fit I wanted. Um, I'm not like, I like I said, I like something a little bit t- like baggier. I don't really, I rarely wear tight mm-hmm. stuff on the bottom. Comfort again. Why would I want to trap myself in? I know, it's got to accommodate the blow. But then... But then I'm talking about comfort and I'm talking about leather trousers. They look good if you're not sat down all day. I was actually sat down trying to work from a cafe and I, I had to stand up and do some work. And they were like, you're all right. And I was like, no, why would I wear? I was like, why did I wear leather trousers? And they obviously said, did a friend's quote. You're like Ross from Friends. Yeah, bless was, him. Yeah, bless, bless him with his trousers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's probably... I guess the other one as well, isn't it, is like, I think a big uh, thing in every PhD student's diary is their supervisor meetings, yes. whether it's monthly, bi-monthly, whatever. But I know when I first started the PhD, I felt like I had to dress 
very smart. Like I was oh almost gosh, dressing yeah. like it. I was going to a, not a conference, but like We've a presentation. Talked about it before, was it? We run around the house going, "I've got a supervisor me, and I've got exactly. a supervisor." Like, and if was... they were in person, then I'd feel like I couldn't dress like myself. I couldn't dress funky. I couldn't dress like a little bit whatever hippie, whatever yeah. you how you would describe me. But then I quickly realized like it does not matter. Like your supervisors don't well, my supervisor didn't give a shit what I wore. My supervisor in in herself is quite alternative. She always has like purple tights on and like a dress that she's knit like sorry, she's sewn herself. So yeah. you get a vibe from your own supervisor, yeah. I suppose. That's true, that's true. And I um I did the same. I would wear like very, I don't know, muted colours. And then I was like, wait, that's not who I am. Yeah. I'm a very colourful person. So I'm gonna wear colours. And the more I wear, they never commented. You do get a few. Actually, I have had a few comments on what I wear from some people that I work with. And um, it's usually that kind of compliments, but I don't really care because I think, yeah, not everyone's going to like what you're doing. Mm. Um, But as long as you're comfortable in it. I've just remembered a comment um, I got once, actually. Someone said to me, um, someone that you and I both know, said they complimented my outfit. I had mm. like a really bright colourful rainbow top on yeah. and colourful dungarees but it was because we were doing something that day as well no well I would just wear that yeah, yeah I would just wear yeah, that yeah well, same actually yeah, I mean um, I'm sat here and I'm literally one yeah like I love yeah, yeah, yeah. and someone said to me oh I love your outfit I was literally gonna wear that but then I realised it was too much yeah or something yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. um okay then but you're not gonna please everyone like yeah. you know not everyone in your office might like your Style. your style but that's fine I think more and more we're getting to a place where researchers can be more authentic and you know we discussed it on I think it was episode 25 with empty space in between when mm-hmm. we did the academia versus personality thing and we are becoming more welcoming of different personalities different styles and you know people can be a bit more individualistic exactly exactly I think just I don't know yeah just feel comfortable in what you're wearing and know that this is how you want to express yourself. I think express, express yourself. yourself. I mean, express yourself. Shelly <laughs> shingle. Shelly shingle. That's my shelly. It's so bad. So bad. <laughs> so bad. Our friend that we both know um, said to me once, and she's very colourful and she's amazing, um, and she dresses in all these amazing colours, and she said if someone, in, obviously this isn't quote for quote, but she basically, and I've held it every day since she said it, and it just, I just remind myself, like, yeah, um, if someone underestimates you for what you wear or for how you dress in terms of, like, just because you dress colourful or not as professional as they may think it is, even though it's still professional, I know she dresses, actually, she's always very presentable. No, but I know what you mean. Like, Yeah, yeah. Um, not let them. She just, she went, let them underestimate me. It's not going to do them any favours. No, that's so true. And I was just like, I've literally repeated that anyway, like, all the time. Like, yeah, okay, you can underestimate me, but what's that going to do? Like, that's not going to do anything for yeah. me or for you. That's fine. I I'll, totally agree. I'll prove you wrong. I mean, I t- yeah, I, I could I'm, not I'm agree that more. kind of person that I'm like, I'll prove you wrong. I couldn't agree more, but I would say there are certain times when you do have to, like yes. in any job, you have to conform a little bit. Like, for example, last year when I was on the academic board, which is, we've talked about it before on this podcast, basically like literally the chancellor of the uni, all the VCs, all the deans, and then little old me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to turn up in my Lucy and Yaks, am well, I? You know, like... Obviously, yeah. That's yeah. Like, this I mean. is what we're talking about. We're talking about different sort of stuff that we... You, you know, you you have a brief. You, you you fit it. But you can still express yourself in a way that... You can still have moment elements of yourself and feel comfortable in what you're wearing. Never put yourself... Never cram yourself in a... I don't know, a, a full suit when it's like, actually, I don't think that's needed. No. Say for someone like... Um, my partner Vincent, he oh full name in him. This is because we've recently discovered that he prefers to be called. After seven years, I've realised that he doesn't like Vin. <laughs> he likes Vincent. You're not actually going to start calling him Vincent, though, are you? Yeah, Vincent. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. His name's Vin. Um, he because he's been doing interviews and he never wears a shirt and never sort of wears what we what you would say quote unquote is interview entire for a man maybe shirt tie maybe ties mm-hmm. a bit too far maybe you know you could dress yeah. up he never wears it and and that's because of his disability he has Tourette's and that makes his motor tics um even worse when he's sort of con- confined find in yeah. this collar this tight collar and all this fabric so he usually just wears he always looks smart he wears just a black sh- shirt and he looks smart and he 
he doesn't obviously rock up in maybe what he'd wear if we were going for a walk. He dresses him up, but he fits the um, brief, but in a way that suits him and still yeah. got his sort of spin on things and he's comfortable in it. And obviously that's that's maybe something different. We're more feeling like, how can you feel comfortable internally as well as externally? But that also goes to that. So, so yeah, I think we're, we'll, we'll sort of talk loosely about it. Again, that's why I said take whatever we say with a pinch of salt because <laughs> do you do, do what you want to wear um so let's actually talk about that if you're teaching this is where I'd probably change up maybe not completely what I'd wear day to day I'd probably dress up a little bit more smart if I was teaching um less and less as time goes on if I'm honest I don't when I first started teaching I would wear maybe a shirt and some smart trousers or actually no I still do I still do maybe not necessarily like a shirt but I'd wear an appropriate top probably wouldn't have my midriff out probably wouldn't have that low of a top cut top to be honest I don't think I'd ever go into I don't think I I don't think I would have big enough boobs for anything to sort of be like that um and yeah I'd probably wear the slacks or some smart trousers and a smart top um I think I went to TSO and I had um yeah my slacks on I had a sort of kind of relaxed sort of shirt it's like a fabric material so it's not like fabric material oh shit no what's the what's this fabric cotton cotton yeah but you can get some smart cotton shirts so yeah like, but but not but not more like a like a blouse like a flannel like no oh my gosh oh, yeah. i don't know how to describe it like a brushed cotton no fuck knows. i don't know fuck knows um and then i had a jumper over the top and then i had my loafers on because i was like that's that's a little bit more smart but the jumper was like a knitted jumper so yeah. it was still i was still really comfortable because i'm walking up it's a seminar i'm going and moving about but it also looked more presentable because again you're in a room full of students. You don't want to be mistaken for the student, which I I do. love it when I get mistaken for students. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, no. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. <laughs> so that's probably what I'd wear for teaching or any sort of teach, uh, like teaching, um, off like supporting office. Yeah, as I say, for me, it's it's my office wear. So I've already sort of described that. I guess the one thing I didn't mention is I. I know you like to wear loafers. I did buy some really nice loafers and then they actually tore my feet to fucking shreds. Um, my loafers are the most comfiest thing yeah, ever. And I, I actually live in them, to be honest. I need to trainers. sort of like mould mine a little bit, do some waxing. But I always wear trainers, even for teaching. Yeah. always wear trainers, just like white trainers. A lot of my lecturers wore trainers. Yeah. And also just... Old Doc Martins, I wear quite a lot as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, I just think if your teaching's good... <laughs> doesn't matter. You know, doesn't matter too much. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Teaching is very much like a still quite relaxed I'd, I'd go in again I'd probably teach him what I'm wearing today yeah so I don't know if you look, go look on the Instagram <laughs> yeah I was thinking <laughs> they don't know what you're wearing today but we're gonna post it blue we're linen gonna... trousers a white tight um just like t-shirt and then a, a very jazzy cardigan speaking of white t-shirts right I've just invested because I follow this woman on Instagram who's like a mid-size, you know, fashion woman. And to be honest, she's a bit posh for me. You know, like, she's like, get this. And I'll look on the link and it's like £200 or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like one of yeah. those. But she was saying about how important it is to have a high quality white tee. Yeah. Because I do have a few white tees and I do wear them quite a lot, as I've already said, with like work pants. Um, anyway, she recommended every single person should have a cos white t-shirt, right? So I feel like I've got an issue with this already. What's your issue? Just go. And no, out. what is your issue? Well, I sweat so much. I'm oh. a sweaty person that all my white t-shirts just get yellow armpits. So I okay, but it doesn't have to be white. It could be like a black one. Yeah, but I like white t-shirts. <laughs> oh, so right. I just get them from the charity shop. Okay, fair. I or like vintage. You then, wear quite then, tight ones. No, I also wear really baggy ones. Either way, they're getting yellow on yeah. the armpit. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, well, if you're a sweaty Betty like Emily, then just ignore <laughs> Go this. to vintage. Go to, um, I don't know cherry shops there's always going to be a white tee there yeah i don't have the sweaty problem so i'm happy to invest in like a, a higher quality white t-shirt anyway though when i was teaching my fashion sustainability module yesterday we were doing this activity where we were like investigating at the clothing brands that the students wear and looking at their transparency scores their supply chain and like their pay, pay caps and pay gaps and stuff like that anyway we we're looking at h&m which obviously everyone knows is terrible I did not know that COS is a fucking 
it's a brand, it's a H&M yeah. brand. So I was there paying more, thinking it's going to be more ethical, more sustainable, um, and it's part of H&M. Yeah. So guys, if you were fooled by cars, so was I. It's owned by H&M. It's a minefield out there. Yeah. You know what? I think anything that's a high... Sh- High street brand is not ethical or sustainable. Oh, of course, but they can be more or less ethical or sustainable. Yeah. But if it's owned by H&M, I'm under no illusion that it's at, at all, all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ethical or sustainable. I, would, I always try and go for vintage, secondhand or charity shops, but I'm quite lucky in the sense of like, I can pick any sort of, I don't know, I'm quite lucky in charity shops. Some people aren't. Some people don't yeah. have the time or the energy think, or like... I've said this to you before, I do think size is a thing as well. Like yeah, you for You can sure. wear quite small sizes if you're mid to... Well, I can range from probably like some sixes, that's pushing it, probably like eights to to size 16, depending on what how I want it to fit. So yeah. I've got that range in a charity shop. Exactly. And I think a lot of the, the really good stuff is often those small sizes because there's not as many people buying them. Whereas if you're buying average like me, like a size 12... It's a lot harder. It's harder to find good stuff. We actually had a woman came in to do a lecture um, on that fashion sustainability mm. module yesterday. And she's really cool. She owns this business that is called... I think it's called Rework Vintage Wholesalers. And basically she buys tons of waste clothes from like India and Pakistan and places like that that have been dumped in landfill by high street retailers. She buys them damaged. There's three different types of damage, grade A, grade B, grade C. Yeah. And she reworks them. Like she sews it all herself. Oh, reworks amazing. it all into new vintage clothes. So whether it's like patching things up, cropping things, doing it all different yeah. and then sells it on different yeah. platforms. So it's, it's so cool. There is lots of ways that you can uh, affordably have your own. Well, style. that's it. That's why I'm like learn, trying to learn how to sew, trying to learn all these different techniques that I can not throw away my clothes when they get a hole in, yeah. but maybe patch them up or do something different with them. Yeah, there's definitely um, a lot to be said for And there's it. a lot on YouTube. Just look on YouTube for those sort of tutorials. Um, let's go through quickly um, conferences. But first before, meeting your peers in social settings. And this is like, obviously, meeting your PhD peers in social settings. I don't know why I thought I still have to... In the first year, I was thought that like... I still have to present myself in some way that isn't just, like, me on the yeah, day off. Yeah, that's mad. I don't think I ever felt like that. Really? I yeah. did. And I still was... You don't. I just want to say you don't. Yeah. <laughs> God, don't. You don't You don't even have to present yourself in a different way. You you can, you know, you can swear. You can do what you want. You can be like us on the podcast. Um, Maybe not quite like that. Yeah, no it's one wants to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite intense. Um, but let's go to conferences because conferences are a big one. Yeah. And they're always confusing. You have a... Th- you have three different, three different. Uh, There's three different looks, really. Yeah, I'd say the the day when you're not presenting, that's probably attendance outfit. Attendant outfit is probably what we said would be um, my teaching outfit. teaching outfit. Yeah. That's what I'd say. I'd probably avoid jeans. You go to conferences in jeans, right? No, no. I'd avoid jeans. I've worn black jeans before, but only when it's like um like an in-house... In fact, I don't know if I have. Yeah. I know someone tagged me on Instagram and said they saw that I wore jeans and a blazer to a conference that they did, but I actually don't remember yeah, doing that. Yeah. Maybe it was a quite relaxed, like, LJMU conference or teaching day. I know, but I don't wear jeans, no. really. No, you don't. No, I don't wear them that often. But yeah, I personally avoid jeans only yeah. because of the comfort thing. Yeah. And... It depends on the conference. Like, the conferences I go to are usually quite... Uh, generally quite formal yeah. because of the subject. But if you're like an going to an arty conference, conference, sure I imagine it's, it's much more yeah. versatile. Yeah, this is just on our. I would go for either, yeah, like I said, slacks. Um, I would go for maybe a skirt, like you know, one of those long kind of skirts. I've worn one of those before with a shirt or, or a, a nice mini skirt with tights and boots. Yeah, tights nice. and boots. Um, a dress, you know, and that sort of stuff. So there's different options, and then when you're the day of presenting, you just jazz it up. You go a bit smarter. So that should be usually I wear like a shirt and my slacks or like um and again colorful. I usually go t-shirt blazer. That's like my go-to. Go-to. Yeah. Yeah, blazer's always a good one. Sometimes yeah. I just don't want to wear a blazer. I I know I get really sweaty, so I Yes. You know, I just think about that. I think about the colors. You're going to get sweaty, so don't wear gray, don't wear light colored stuff that you're going to sweat through because you're presenting, you're going to be nervous. Wear something that's going to stand you out but also not going to I don't know. <laughs> make you feel really uncomfortable so I think last time I presented at a conference there was a poster I wore bright green trousers there were slacks again my socks 
loafers. I actually wore, because it was in Australia, it was a little bit more relaxed, a almost like tank top. Yeah. Um, which sounds really, yeah, like a... I think that sounds nice. Yeah, like a vest top, black. And then um, I had a blazer to go onto the top of that. Um, but I had that off most of the time. And that, uh, I mean, it was quite presentable, I thought. Um, and then last one, which is always the most confusing, because we've talked about this, so go listen to our conferences um, episode. But at the gala dinner, what would you wear to the gala dinner? This yeah. is, it always, like, stresses me out. There's such variety, isn't there? Like, when I was at that conference in Brighton, I went to the gala dinner, and, whoa, was there a variety. Like, one woman was in a full-on... <laughs> ball gown see I wouldn't do that she was in fucking a sequined ball gown no, we had that. Cinderella there honestly I was like whoa. whoa don't get me wrong I wasn't judging her but I did think like whoa you've gone to town a bit there yeah which is fine and I don't think well, it's called a gala a dinner suit she must have been like well that's the you know yeah like black tie sort yeah. of thing I would, would never ever go no. that formal personally just for me but it's what makes you feel good so like I I think for the one just gone in this summer I wore like a mid length um sort of vintagey looking dark flowery print um dress like sort of fitted with like long uh, meshy sleeves it's it's a beautiful dress actually it's one that I get out when I don't have anything to wear makes me feel comfortable yeah. I can dress it up I wore my Doc Martin sandals though because I don't like wearing heels um and for me that's dressy enough you know yeah my hair looked all right actually no it was literally still wet from the sea but I sort of scrunched it a bit <laughs> and just yeah. put some nice jewellery on yeah, yeah. you know I'm the same I don't wear heels to these events because you're going to be walking around you're going to be dancing a lot of people do those I think if you do want to wear yeah, heels go yeah. for it I just I really yeah I just I'm done with heels I'm at that point where I'm like I'm done with heels so I would wear the same sort of um what I call it as an ascot dress in terms of shoulders covered right <laughs> boobies not out mid length like um to the shin it, like my usual dress is to the shin um it has got a split up there thing and it's yeah, flowering mine has a little split um and it's it's just like a nice standard box standard dress and then i wear my loafers usually with it or like but I do something like that because i think you want to have your legs out if you want to have your boobs out go for it i think it's you yeah know. you're at the gala that you're at you're at a social event yeah i think never feel pressured to dress really fancy that's the thing if you want to dress fancy fine but don't feel pressured to do so because I think, yeah. you know, it's better to be... Oh, well, I would rather be underdressed than overdressed yes. in a way. But I oh, know really? some people See, feel I like, I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed. Oh, right. But to me, overdressed is always just looking... It's not like I probably not never look overdressed, but I don't mind... I don't. I would rather. Well, say you're at an event, you show up in trackies and everyone's in nice dresses. Okay. I would rather be in a nice dress when everyone's in trackies. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like that's a dramatic difference. Yeah, but at no that one's going to go that. <laughs> but I mean, at that gala dinner, I would rather have been considered undressed in my Doc Martin sandals than look like Cinderella yeah. with a sequin ball gown. Right. You know? But yeah. that's just preference. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. Yeah, and just dress it up with like your hair, your makeup. Your makeup is always the one that, for me, like if I've got more makeup on, it's like, oh, okay, I've dressed up a bit more. If I've got less makeup on, it's dressed down. And yeah. jewellery, if there's more jewellery, then I'm dressing up a bit more of them. And I guess I would say as well, like we're very much preaching to uh, listeners who are here who are like feminine presenting. But if you like prefer to wear masculine clothes, then, you know, the guys that I usually see at these gala dinners usually either have suits on. Sometimes you see suits, sometimes you just see like chinos with a blazer and an open oh God, shirt no chinos please um, please don't go for chinos <laughs> if you want to wear chinos wear chinos this whole episode is about wearing what you want to wear no if you're a guy this is what i'd style you in is wear the slacks wear like a t-shirt tucked in or like a shirt um and and style with some jewelry again i'd literally wear i would style it the same as a girl like what bin wears would be say to one of these events would be maybe um a looser fit and he likes looser fit and stuff we've explained it but also he just thinks that he looks better in it so um he wears these black slacks that go down to the floor then he wears um socks and then his docks but they aren't high docks they're like below docks almost like the clown shoes yeah um and then he'd wear yeah a t-shirt and he'd tuck it in and then he has a necklace he has his rings and he has his earrings but obviously if you don't have earrings that's fine and um and then just makes his hair nice and neat and that's what he'd wear. I'm laughing because that is a lovely outfit, but it's also not what, like, like Vin is quite out there. He's quite quirky. He has, like, a slightly alternate dress, which is lovely, but most, not everyone's going to want to wear like yeah. that. Some people will just want to wear, like, a suit or, like, yeah, 
chinos in a shirt. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I just, I think, I think if you wear slacks over chinos, you'll just look so much better. Wear everything you want to wear. <laughs> or just wear like slacks over chinos. You'll be more comfortable. Chinos aren't that comfortable. And like, I think you just would look, you you, were, you will look 10 times better. Your outfit will be elevated. Are we talking about the same thing when we say chinos? I'm talking about just like suit pants. Oh, see, chinos to me are those like, you know, when they were like chino shorts and chino trousers were like horrible colours. You get like them in beige and, oh, and like no. pinky colours. and. Oh, no, I'm just talking about like suit, suit trousers. Pants. Oh, so we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, it sounds okay. like it. <laughs> anymore then like there's like beige hope, pads yeah I still see people in them like get them off they oh need to come God. off it's like the skinny spray on jeans as well they can they die they make me feel yeah they Ill. can die and burn in a fire <laughs> they do have places and some people look amazing in them what? they're just skinny jeans yeah I, I still see them out and I go you look fucking incredible in them but yeah, get me in them no fucking way <laughs> no. no way <laughs> that's the thing I never look at someone going you look horrendous apart from the ch- fucking chinos no, she's actually like setting fire to them as she walks past <laughs> yeah yeah don't do that no um, one ever do that we've talked about shoes I think like there's so many different ways but if you don't know about like sort of different sort of smart shoes because I know shoes are really hard loafers are so in and they're everywhere and you can find them anywhere but if you don't like loafers you've got the Mary Janes that are coming in those sort of styles you've got the like I said those sort of clown shoes those Doc Martin clown shoes or you've got like boots that you can wear boot heels there's sort of loads of different Types of shoes, but also you can just wear like some smart trainers, yeah. some black trainers. I know the um I just wear my white Nikes all the you? time. Yeah, your white Nikes. Yeah, your white Nikes yeah. are fine. As long as they're clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want some ones that are like trending right now that look good, I think the obviously the Adidas Sombers look really nice and sleek. They're like a low profile yes. shoe. And I can't believe they're the like back in fashion. I know, I know. All oh, those sort of dad shoes are like Asics and stuff like that. Yeah. Sort of that. But like, yeah. So I thought sort of round up with that I don't know if, uh, yeah we've given lots of advice right <laughs> definitely <laughs> too much advice I guess if I was going to sum up uh, my key takeaways it would be dress uh, for comfort dress in a way that makes you feel confident um, and just don't worry about impressing other people because you're there to be you and mm-hmm. I think if you can feel comfortable in yourself and be confident in your clothes, then you're going to impress them in ways that matter, i.e. with your ideas, with your conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we're not, you, it's annoying because as much as we like to say that that's all true, people do judge you on what you're wearing. And so there's that fine balance between, you know, I, I don't know, I always think as long as you look comfortable and confident in what you're wearing, it doesn't really matter what you're wearing. Yeah. Um. That's that's kind of how I see it, and then people will see you as a confident or like presentable person because you. That's how you feel. Because you feel in, like that, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, should we yeah, get some inspiration? I think, we should. I think we should, and we will be doing. I think we'll try this week and get old photos of events that we've been to as academics and just put them, post them, so you guys can see. Yes, you know, this is what we were referring to when we, we should do one of this. those. Um, I finally learned what. Grum means grum. Yeah. G R W M. Get ready with me. Get ready with me. It took me so long. I was like, what the fuck is this grum? <laughs> and then the other one was oot. Yeah, I don't know what that is still. Outfit of the day. Oh. I know. O T D. O O T D. O O T D. Yeah. Oot. Oot. And then there's also O O T N. What's that one? Outfit of the night. Oh my god. I know. So we're going to post some oots and some oots and some grums. Let's go. Who sounds like a boomer now? So I won the quote last week, by the way. Yeah. Quite considerably. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Damn a bit. Right, Lord. come on. You hit me first with your fashion quote. Style is a deeply personal expression of who you are. And every time you dress, you're a certain a part of yourself. And that's Nina Garcia. Very nice. I just thought, yeah. Yeah, like, I think that's very true. So true. Very true. It's a very true. So I'm torn between two. Yeah. But uh, this one I thought was quite funny. This one is by someone who I don't know because I'm not a fashion person. Diana Vreeland. Mm. Diana says, a little bad taste is like a nice splash of paprika. We all need a splash of bad taste. It's hearty. It's healthy. It's physical. I think we could use more of it. No taste is what I'm against. 
So have a style, guys, and just fucking stick just with it. it. Just go for it. Love it. Love it. And also when you're shopping, try and think about the world and the planet. Yes, please. absolutely. There's so many good resources that you can um, use. I'm going to post some, actually. I'm going to post what I was using with my students last week, the uh, sustainability checkers. And uh, you can have a look. Have a little look. See, we love you. We uh, will see you next week. See you next week. Oh, we got an exciting one next week. We, we do. Oh my God, we do. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both did that. I went, what are we doing next we're week? We're recording a really exciting episode tomorrow, but we're going to save it. We're saving, saving it. it for a few weeks. But we've got some good stuff coming up. So keep listening. Keep uh, sharing with your friends. If you haven't rated us yet. Please what are you doing? Us. Please rate us. We um, want to be big and famous. And <laughs> I no, definitely don't, don't want to be famous. <laughs> no, no, no. But we just want to reach more of you guys. So, uh, And the more we reach, the more we know what to talk about, what you guys want and stuff like that. The more we, I don't know, we like to hear what you guys want to hear. Exactly. So come and speak to us on the Instagram and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.